All right, Larry Baer joins us, uh, President and CEO of the Giants. As I welcome everyone to spring training baseball, and it's tradition for Larry and I. Uh, he is always my first guest, and it's the beginning of the journey. And uh, I love doing the show. And Larry, you started off with me every year. How are you? Good morning, Marty. Uh, Marty, I'm doing well. And hi, Carrie. And I, I love this tradition. It's literally the first Marty show. <laughs> in the spring training on the first weekend and uh, the first broadcast. And it's, it's not always the first game, but it's usually the first game, right? And, Absolutely, uh, yeah. spring. So, I mean, this is perfect. I mean, I, 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 there's no place I'd rather be as well and on with you and, and Carrie. You know, it's so funny. As the winter goes on and things happen and you, you just can't wait for the beginning here because, as I say, everyone is, no one's lost a game. Everyone has had a great rehab over the winter. Uh, and we have hope in baseball. And baseball comes around at the right time. And it's the hope of who knows what the season's going to be like. Who knows what phenoms are going to break through. Who knows who's going to get hurt. Who's going to have a great season. And that's the deal. And I say it's the mosaic. You just don't know what the picture's going to look like. But, Larry, it all starts today. And that's what I love about it. Well, it does, and I saw you yesterday at camp, and uh, it was really, I, I have to say, uh, you know, and you might say, you say this every year, and you might say, well, if you did get this feeling, you wouldn't say it felt like a lousy camp or something, but I just, there was a really nice spirit yesterday around the around the camp and around the team and around the clubhouse, and um, kind of all, all the way through the the new players are coming from other organizations, young players that are working their way through our organization, the returning players. And, you know, and you kind of look at it, and there's a lot of interesting decisions, a lot of depth, a lot of, of uh, players that really want to prove themselves that, are, that have showed up here. And um, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch over the next uh, four or five weeks to, you know, how, how it all plays out. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, kind of a set lineup. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yes and no. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Well, I noticed that in the clubhouse, and I've been down here for about 10 days, and I've been in the park every day, uh, there's a better attitude. Look, last year was not a good year. Uh, the summer was not good. The finish was good to get to 500. But uh, there were a lot of injuries. Look, Longoria got hurt. Craw got hurt. Belt got hurt. Uh, Posey was not around. Uh, and it was one of those years that, uh, you know, it was tough to come together. The attitude this year is better. And, and I said it to Kerry. There's a major leaguer now at every position. Where before it was more of a transaction, a waiver wire person coming up, 65 different transactions, to, you know, during the season. It's a lot. This year, Larry, I will tell you, I mean, if it's Michael Conforto, if it's Hanniger, uh, if Sean Jelly, I don't care who it is. You've got people who have been in the big leagues before. And for me, I notice the difference. I do. I notice the difference. Well, yeah, and I, I think just the environment, it, and this affects the team, this really affects the fans, stuff that you know I'm focused on, we're all focused on, is it feels like there's just the dark cloud and this whole – you know, overhang of the last three years has kind of been two different dynamics it, uh, have, has, have disappeared. And we're now back to a much more normal, much more, you know, uh, sort of wide open feeling and, and, um, and relaxed feeling in that we don't have, 
we had two years of pandemic protocols. I mean, heavy pandemic protocols all the way back to three years ago and no fans at all in the ballpark. So, um, so you, you, so two years of, of pandemic protocols of either no fans or minimal fans. And, you know, one thing that didn't get talked about much in those two years is it was brutal in terms of the, the protocols that the players had to go through. And, and I'm not saying they weren't justified. They were important to do, but there was a lot of stuff. I mean, guys, you know, you couldn't hit in the cages. You, underneath, you had to be all sorts of makeshift operations in order to deal with the pandemic. Then last year, with the lockout, it was a really topsy-turvy, you know, beginning of the season and off-season because – there was no contact between players and, and the organization until the lockout, uh, until the CBA was signed in, in March. So those three years, I mean, honestly, they were really, they were really tough on everyone. Um, we performed extremely well in 2021, winning 107 games, you know, so that was, you know, credit to, to everyone. But I mean, it just, we don't have the taxing, effect of um, taxing on our you know, on emotionally and mentally of those three years anymore. And I think that's a really, that's really positive for everybody and, and especially positive for the fans. Yeah. It's, it's a new day, new excitement, Larry. And, and one of the great things about the first day of Cactus League play is it's the beginning of the mosaic, but it's also an opportunity for players and teams to write their own stories. And when you think about the 2023 season that lies ahead, what do you hope the giant story becomes? So I, I hope it's a, it's a great question. I mean, I think that the, you know, the pieces that have been put together, I think the giant story you know, has a chance for the fans to kind of fall in love with some of these players that are new and that are, uh, you know, that have good track records in the major leagues. Maybe they have some injuries that they've, they've had to overcome and to have kind of a new crop of players that the fans will fall in love with like they did with, you know, uh, all the players that of the past decade. So, you know, Michael Conforto, having now spent some time with Michael Conforto and and um, and Mitch Haniger and, you know, Taylor Rogers, and you go, and we have, you know, with Sean Mania, Ross Stripling. I mean, these are players that I think the fans can fall in love with, and, you know, in addition to the young players coming through. And, you know, don't put a ton of pressure on them, but Kyle Harrison and, you know, and David VR, and I mean, there's just a lot of players, and, and then some of the returning players who we who we love that the fans really do, you know, have uh, uh, fallen in love with already. People like you know Mike Yastrzemski and Lamont Wade Jr., etc. So, so I mean, my dream is that as we go through spring, and we have our first home game tomorrow, and you know, the first game today um, at the Cubs, uh, you know, that that that, that we they start to fall in love, get to know, and fall in love with the players. Well, this is the most unique spring training I think I'll ever see uh, with all the rule changes. And yesterday there were a couple of yeah. games, you had two hours, 29 minutes, two hours, 33 minutes. Now, I don't know if it gives you enough time to sell your $9 beers, but uh, <laughs> you know that, but it yeah, has shortened we're, we're, the game. We're good with that. You, you can also come early, too. There's no there's no law against <laughs> coming. We're opening 90 minutes before first pitch, so you can come early, too, and and uh, you know, have dinner or lunch at the game before the game start, before a one o'clock game. But you know, look, I think there's, you know, the, the good news is the players and the owners have, uh, you know, worked together over the last few years. It hasn't been simple. It was it wasn't a straight line 
to, you know, come up with what the rule changes should be. Lots of negotiation. And, and, and we got there on something that everybody's accepting of. I think we'll get, once it's normalized, you know, whether that's a month into the season, a couple of weeks, two months, I don't know. But I think we'll be okay. Everybody will be okay. We'll be just like the new normal. And we'll have a, games that are, it's, again, it's crisper. I mean, I frankly... You know, as a kid growing up in San Francisco, going to Candlestick Park with my father, I I wanted lawn games. I wanted in like the old double headers. I was you know the first game would go to eighteen innings, or the second game would be long, and I'd be in the ballpark for ten hours. You know, um, but that's not that's not the way of the world in terms of people that have things to do and and obligations. They want to see a game play out so that they can you know they that it's not a five, six-hour thing, at least on some nights, a Tuesday night in April, where it's a school night, let's say. So we I, we totally get it, and I think this is going to be, we're going to, you know, contemporize the game uh, by going this direction. Well, I'll tell you, it's it's such a story, and that, that's what I love about spring training. The story begins, we'll see who's going to play what position, uh, is the pitcher, what the pitching staff looks like, the bullpen, uh, it, that's the part of spring training that I love. You, you just never know what you're going to see. And I say to you, my first spring training was many, many years ago uh, when I lived in Florida. I think we drove up to Vero Beach before the turnpike even went that far uh, to see spring training baseball from Miami. How about you, your first spring training? Do you remember it? You know, it's interesting. I never got to uh, spring training as a, as a child. I mean, we were – you know, growing up in San Francisco, we my my definition. I would listen to the games on the radio, and I loved hearing the sounds as we will in a couple hours. You know, with John and Dwayne, I loved hearing the sounds, and that was kind of spring training for me. Um, and then I would go to um, you know, and not always opening day. My my sort of opening day as a kid growing up was sat the first Saturday day game. That was my opener. And um, and I loved it. I loved just walking in with my dad usually, and just seeing the green grass and and but listening to the games on radio from spring training. Uh, you know, over the years we've pretty much done all the weekend games, and it really got me in the mood. And hopefully that'll be uh, a lot of what today is all about. Just getting getting everybody back and just just hearing John and Dwayne. I mean, how it doesn't get any better than that, right? No, no, it's the best. And, you know, the fact is, as I said earlier before you came on, uh, you know, people listen to us all over the country, and especially in the Bay Area where the, where the weather is a little unsteady, let's put it that way. Yeah. And then you have down here, which, you know, it's the Valley of the Sun. It's a little overcast today. But that's the beauty of spring training. It's that shaking hands again with baseball, the pace of baseball. And I will say it again, uh, this is a better team, Larry. Then, uh, then last year, uh, there are more major leaguers at every position, and uh, and I think we've got a good story ahead of us, and that's all you ask for at this at this stage of of spring. You want to shake hands with baseball again. You want to get the feeling of it again, and the pace, and the hope, and seeing Casey Schmidt, Kyle Harrison, and Conforto. I love Conforto. He's a New Yorker. Uh, play at least played in New York, but he's from the state of Washington. And he already, he calls me the godfather. I like it. <laughs> well, you are the godfather, Mario. I like it. You know yeah, that. He showed me that <laughs> respect the first time I met him. It was good. Uh, someone's got to bring you well, down, though, Marty. <laughs> 
Yeah, and um, and I mean, like hearing your voices, uh, you know, Marty and Carrie is is also such a such a great um, gift to our fans being able to hear you guys on the weekends and th- through the week uh, occasionally. You know, I, I think look the, the mix. You don't know until you get going, but I love the fact that we have returning guys that the fans know. We have new players that are established major leaguers, and we have. Um, guys coming through the farm system that you know could very well make an appearance, you know, on the big club this year. So there's kind of a three-legged stool, and that reminds me of you know times where the, some of the very good times that, that you know we've we've experienced here in recent memory with the Giants and that have led to championships. And because well, if you remember, there was a lot of farm system contribution. There was also you know adding major leaguers either at the, in the off season or at the trade deadline. And, um, and, you know, that combination, uh, it, it works. So I, 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 we're enthusiastic, very enthusiastic going in and, uh, you know, and, and just, I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to start playing games and, and then, uh, getting the fans into it. I know I said this before. I said, you know, everything's great on paper. And uh, it's a deep pitching staff, and we've got Kyle Harrison in the wings, Casey Schmidt in the wings. There's Vaughn Brown when he's healthy. I can't wait to see him play. Um, but I want to see the games. I want to see you on the field. We can hit a million ground balls, but there's nothing like the game. And that's what's going to start today, and that's what I'm excited about. So, hey, I love having you on. This is uh, the way we start every year. So uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. and. Uh, you know, a glass and, and cheers to the toasting uh, you guys and the fans have been amazing. And when we were just as a, in closing, and we talked about this yesterday when we did announce the nine dollar beers at uh, 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 all the doggy diner locations in the ballpark. Um, we, we talked about this, and you know, and Marty and you and Carrie, you both, been, you know, hundreds, thousands of games, in San Francisco. Um, it's 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 pretty special when you know this is our 24th year of the new ballpark and 16 of the previous 23 years we've had complete sellouts and the fans have been amazing and I just can't get back wait to get back to that vibe that's sort of you know uninhibited by pandemics or lockouts or any of that. Yeah, and they're better and Gabe is better too. He's more relaxed. This is going to be an interesting year. I, I really believe that. And it all starts today. So a pleasure having you on, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And we will continue the tradition, believe me, in 2024. Thanks, great. That sounds good. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, can't wait to get started, Marty and, and Carrie. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Larry. All right. That is Larry Bear, President and CEO of the Giants. Look, this is what spring training is all about. You know, it's hope and enthusiasm. It's it's bonding again with baseball. It's shaking hands. It's the pace of the game, which is going to change dramatically, folks. This, this is going to be interesting as we go through spring training. But that's what spring training is all about. And Larry and I kind of start that every year with the shaking hands again of of baseball. No, it's, you know, spring training is looking through the window of baseball, which is what you and Bruce do throughout the regular season. what you and Bruce Come will on. do throughout spring training, I think even today. And this is our first peek into what the 2023 Giants can become. And I think there's, there's a healthy amount of skepticism, but also as the first game is played, there's optimism too, because it's which version of these Giants are we going to see? Obviously not the 2021 version, which won 107 games. That was historic. But I think they'll be better than the 2022 
82 version, which won 81 games. And so can they hit that middle ground? What does that look like? Is it a 90-win team? Is it an 87-win team? Can they compete in the division, the National League West? Can they be buyers at the trade deadline? It all starts today, Marty. Yeah, and you need some people to break through. Absolutely. The, you know, we talk about Kyle Harrison. Uh, Casey Schmidt's a big deal for me. But you need Lamont Wade to come back. And, uh, you know, I'll talk about it as we go through spring training. I've been on a number of shows talking about it. Lamont Wade looks terrific right now. Yeah. Right now. And BP moving around in the field, he looks great. Uh, Hanniger and Conforto look terrific. But I want to see the games. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get today. We get to see the game start. It's an excellent opportunity. You mentioned Lamont Wade. I think of a David Villar or a Tyro Estrada or even an Austin Slater. Guys who have been at the major league level before and now have this opportunity. Kind of this giant season, unlike the last 300 Gabe Kapler, you have more of an understanding of where guys are going to play, how often they're going to play, what this setup looks like. You've got Hanniger and Conforto at the corners. You've got Wade facing righties. You've got VR playing every day. And the guy I'm most excited to see, to be quite honest, Marty, is Logan Webb. I think he's the face of the franchise moving forward, and I think that this Giants team will go as Logan Webb goes. It was 2021 spring training Cactus League play where he came and he broke out and we said, this guy looks different. He wasn't the guy who had the five ERA in 2020. He looked different, and today we're going to start to see players who've changed. Yeah, he's a leader, too. He didn't go to the WBC because he wants to be here. Yeah. And he's a guy who took Harrison under his wing. He's talked with him already. Uh, the big thing for me, and you got to see a little bit it down here. Look, we're going to see uh, today Sam Long is going to pitch today. Tristan Beck is going to pitch today. The Cubs have, looks like their <laughs> opening day lineup in there today with Marcus Stroman pitching. But the depth of the pitching for the Giants is really important for me, and that's something we didn't see last year. The only one I would question maybe a little is Di Sclafani mm-hmm. coming back from the ankle injury and the fact that uh, it's a push-off ankle, and, you know, for a pitcher on the rubber, pushing off, that's where he gets his power. That was, you know, the problem he had. But the depth of the pitching staff for me is huge. And that's the key. Look, I still say that's the key to baseball. Larry Kruger and I argue about this for the last <laughs> 25 years. He loves hitting, and I say, look, you can't win. with. I don't care how much you hit. If you can't pitch, you can't win. Yeah. And that's the story. So we'll see how it goes. But we're going to see a lot of spring training pitching, and that's what I want to I see for this next month, see who looks good in down here and then try to take it into the season. Yeah, you look at the staff, a lot of number threes, a lot of number fours. Alex Cobb, Alex Wood, Sean Manaya, Ross Stripling. Can anyone be the number two to Logan Webb's number one? I think that's a question the Giants need to answer this spring. Can you get a solid number two? And if not, can Kyle Harrison be that guy by August or September? I think it's an open question because he's on the rise, he's on the ascent, he's going to be a factor. And so all these guys are factors right now. It's how they take their slot behind Logan Webb in this yeah. rotation. Well, we're going to see an interesting lineup today. Uh, Slater is not in there today. Uh, he was in there earlier, but his arm is hurting a little bit, so uh, they're going to rest him. But uh, Wade is in there, Estrada, Jock Peterson, Bryce Johnson's in there today. Craw is here. Talk about him during the show. Elliot Ramos, a big season for him, crossroads for him. Uh, Schmidt is playing third. I'm look, looking for, I haven't seen him hit yet. I've seen him in the field. And then uh, Sable is the catcher, the left-handed Rule 5 guy they got from the Reds and the Pirates. All right, more coming up. Kerry and I are live here at the Sloan Park in Mesa. The sun is starting to come out. It is baseball again, the first of about 200 
So this is going to be a story. This is going to be a story this year. Bruce Jenkins is going to join us next. We'll talk about some of these rule changes and a little of Bruce's thoughts about spring training right after this.